Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody that celebrates Thanksgiving. Congratulations, well done. Um, enjoy that. I've never, I've never been to Thanksgiving. I've li- I like the sound of it. I like the sound of the. Every time I I hear the word Thanksgiving, I just I immediately feel full. So, yeah, I think I'd be perfect for Thanksgiving. Uh, I'd like, I'd I wouldn't mind. Uh, so yeah, do you know, I probably I don't even know anyone uh, that that does that I think producer Paul does he's going to talk about that in a minute he, uh, he, he's off out he's off out for Thanksgiving aren't you Paul I am indeed yeah yeah, yeah I've got an is, American yeah. friend a whole American friend <laughs> <laughs> that's what you need isn't it you need an American friend yeah she's great but she's run away from America um, and is not going back because of, well Trump's been president since she's been over and uh, she doesn't fancy going back now <laughs> No, he's kind understand. of on fire, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's Jesus. And he's still floating around, isn't he? That's yeah, the thing. Unreal. Um, so, I uh, hope everyone's well. I hope yeah, I hope you, you're doing fine. Um, this this week on the podcast, we're doing something a little bit different. We return next week with the mighty Zoe Lyons. Zoe Lyons is coming back to have a chat with us. Uh, Zoe Lyons was with us uh, a little while ago. At a time when the pair of us... We're going through a little bit of shit, and uh, we were both at a, a low ebb. But um, we sort of we were we inadvertently ended up kind of helping each other as we were talking to each other on the podcast. So, uh, but now Zoe's more or less a neighbour, and I've seen Zoe around. We both live in Brighton, and um, and she's 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 turned things around. And uh, we're going to get her on next week. She's going to talk about what she's up to and where she's at. And it'd be great to have her on. So that's next week. But this week, we'll start a little bit different. Right, what we're going to do, we're going to drop an episode, uh, first episode of a 25-part fantasy story called Dolan and the Stardust Gypsies. Um, and it's not just a random story. This is a story that was written by producer Paul's dad. How, how long ago was it, producer Paul? 50 it was 50-odd years ago. Yeah, I remember yeah. being a, a small child me and my sister uh, and my dad would write this story he worked he worked for a radio station um, called BFBS which is the British Forces Broadcasting Service yes and he wrote this story that went out for 25 weeks every Saturday for um, yeah sort of very younger listeners um, but I think a lot of adults really liked it as well it's a little bit Harry Potter-esque I suppose 
Um, mm. Yeah, but I remember, I mean, yeah, the, the, it was a 25-part series, and the last episode was quite poignant. I remember my, me and my sister crying in the back of the car and then not talking <laughs> to him because because uh, he got rid of a character that we loved and no. <laughs> just refusing to speak to him for ages. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, about a young boy um, called Dolan. It comes about in the episodes uh, why he's called Dolan, and he runs away from home, a fairly humdrum existence at home. And at the time, my dad was going through um, uh, a pretty rotten divorce, and so I think he sort of, uh, I don't know, he had all kinds of emotions going on, and you know, uh, and uh, maybe felt a bit guilty. I don't know about having young children and perhaps it not working out quite so well for them. Although we had a wonderful time. I, yeah, I had a great <laughs> childhood despite being. I just oh, really? brought up on my dad. He had a great time. But um, anyway, he wrote the story about a, a young boy who runs away from home, uh, meets a, a, an old um, gypsy traveller uh, character in the woods, and um, this character's a, a, a mad scientist, and they steal a rocket, and they go off for adventures around the galaxy. And um, it sounds a bit nuts, and it sounds like it might be a bit childhood-like. And the first episode, you know, is building the story, but then all the characters come in like large green monsters um, and, you know, strange superheroes and all this kind of stuff. And all these characters come in. And, uh, yeah, it's a great, it's a really good story. So he mm. read it out every Saturday afternoon on the radio, uh, pre-recorded and put the, put the music in and that sort of thing. Um, my sister Jo uh, dug up all the tapes and retrans and dug up all the scripts and retranscribed some of the scripts that needed a little bit of work on them. Uh, my brother Michael made the music. I narrated the whole thing and played most of the characters. My daughter Ellie, who does voiceovers, who you've met, Rich, um, yep, have, does yeah. Dolan character and does a few of the other female characters. Um, but basically, it's a it's a family affair. We've, Excellent. We've, we've done I'm the loving. we've done the whole lot. <laughs> and the thing is, because I've listened to some of it, and I was like, actually, this is really good. I really like it. And I've been getting into my sort of sleep stories lately because Kate Kate got me into them because she she when we first started sort of when we start started stepping out, and uh, first time I stayed over, and she said, um, I just have trouble getting off to sleep. So what I do I put these stories on, and it's like people you know like Matthew McConaughey and people like that. And I, I, I was like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. And I was like, yeah, yeah, fine. But in my head, I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I'll be able. To, I don't know if that'll keep me up. Honestly, sent me off. It was. Yeah. And I have. I have such, such a peaceful way of doing it. Yeah. And your your, yeah. your brain focuses. And I've done. I don't know if I'm any anything close to Matthew McConaughey, but I've done this in a very slow, relaxed voice. And there's not a great deal of um, sound effects or anything that will. You know, make you fall out of bed. It's all very, very, very relaxed. And I think when if when your brain is concentrating on something like a, a story being read out, sometimes yeah. more than a book, because in a book you can read a page and go, I can't remember any of that I've just written. I've like, drifted <laughs> off, <laughs> drifted off somewhere else, and thought I've been thinking about spanners or monkeys or something. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was a yeah um, Henry Packer. And he said about that, he said, you know, you're all very well reading books, but you end up every time you pick it up again, you have to go back a few pages. You know, that's you know, I'm, I'm yeah. going back. I'm having to reread this book because I'm like, he goes, he goes, you know, what, you know, I'm, I'm, re I'm unreading all these books. He goes, you know, what, what, what you know, <laughs> I unread the Bible the other day. <laughs> you know, and he's, <laughs> you know, I read it backwards, and at the end, these these old these old fellows turned up and nicked his presents. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so I, I think, yeah, there is, there is a, I think there is a bit of that when. 
yeah, when you're when you're reading, you kind of get like you say, your brain kind of wanders off after a few pages. Yes. I think this is having listened to it, and you do have a really nice soothing voice. I think. I think this is a nice thing for people to have. That's why we were like, yeah, go on and let's put this out because I think it'd be nice. I think people will enjoy this and they'll be able to find it because it's, where is it, Paul? Where, where it's, is it um, Yeah, it's wherever you get your podcasts. You know, uh, I'll put a link in the episode notes. Uh, it's on mm. this. Uh, it's on Acast. So, um, yeah, you can find it anywhere. Spotify, you can, and that's the thing that you can put a sleep timer on. Um, I haven't put any advertising in into the whole thing. It didn't seem very fair. And I'm, my dad died 30-odd years ago. Um, and... I'd, I wouldn't want to do a thing just to make a couple of quid out of adverts. So there's no ads in it. So no ads are going to wake you up from your sleep if you decide to set a sleep timer for end of episode. You know, you're going to drift off and have a lovely time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no ad. We're not going to do any adverts. We're going to just we're going to put this out. So this is it, isn't it? Fantastic. We're going to put it out, Paul. Are you ready? Thank this you, everybody, for listening now. to it. And thanks very much, Rich, for uh, indulging me. Mate, I'm really chuffed that we're doing this. I think it's going to be great. Um, so coming up is Dolan and the Stardust Gypsies. Fish fingers and beans, again. It wasn't that Dolan didn't like fish fingers and beans. Until recently, they'd been a firm favourite. Until recently. Now they were served up twice a day, every day, until Dolan had grown heartily sick of them. Dolan was of that age, somewhere between nine and thirteen, where everything's either hugely interesting or utterly boring. Or both. The only relief, for reasons which shall be made clear very shortly, came at breakfast time when Dolan had the run of the kitchen and could, given enough time, create a meal fit to start a king's day. Unfortunately, the tootling of the school bus horn tended to cut these great occasions short. But among Dolan's more memorable successes had been sardines, tomatoes and fried apple slices on toast, cheese and golden syrup sandwiches, noodle soup into which Dolan had dropped chunks of his father's hamburgers and chopped up bits of celery. A wonderful creation made of a large pile of mashed potatoes thoroughly mixed up with pieces of grilled bacon, some garlic and lots of finely chopped raw onion. Dolan's teacher had kept her distance for the whole of that day and some of the next. And only this morning, perhaps Dolan's masterpiece so far, a huge buttered crusty roll stuffed with sausages, chips, tin tuna fish, Dolan had to make the best of what was available, and pickled gherkins, all drenched in a large splodge of tomato ketchup. Ah, to think of it. And now the eternal, indestructible fish fingers and beans, gazing implacably up at Dolan from the greasy plate. Dolan had never been able to work out where fish fingers actually came from. All the pictures in the books at school showed fish with fins. No fingers. And no toes, for that matter. Oh, and those reasons which were to be made clear very shortly? Well, here they are. Or rather, here it is. 
Mum and Dad. They were always asleep. Except, of course, when they were doing a bit of work. Dad went off, while it was still dark, in a bad temper, every morning. He was something in the city, cleansing department, I think, and showed up again round about tea time, looking sleepy and smelling of places with names like the Red Lion and the Pig and Whistle that Dolan passed on weekend shopping errands with Mum. Dad would then chew his customary way through three or four hamburgers. He had complained the other day that there were only two. That had been the noodle soup day. Mum had just shrugged. Why were they both so tired, all of the time? And then they'd doze off during the six o'clock news on the telly. Dad would awaken at odd intervals during the evening, open a can of something called pale ale and drink it, which made him smell even more like the red lion and the pig and whistle. And this puzzled Dolan, as the pale ale seemed to turn Dad's face red and not paler. Dear old Mum, meanwhile, rolled out of bed sometime, usually a long time after Dolan had hopped on the bus and gone to school. And here's a secret. Sometimes Mum would stay in bed until nearly lunchtime. But eventually, as we've learned, she would roll out of bed, wash her face, brush her long, pretty hair, put her coat on and her teeth in, and toddle down to the corner shop for a new consignment of fish fingers and beans, and lots of tins of a thing called extra stout, another source of puzzlement to Donham, because no matter how many tins of extra stout she drank, Mum always remained quite slim. Mum would then prepare Donan's lunch of fish fingers and beans, which didn't take much preparing, before settling down for her midday rest, which consisted of taking two glasses, putting a tin of extra stout into one, and water and her teeth into the other. And so it was that Dolan would have found her, the fish fingers warming gently under the grill, the baked beans bubbling gently in the pan, the teeth smiling in a friendly fashion from the glass. Or he would have found her had not Dolan been kept late at school on that particular afternoon, due to a difference of opinion between Dolan and teacher as to who had scrawled a very rude word, which actually described teacher rather accurately, on the board while she was out of the classroom for a moment. Dolan had not told on the giggling friend who'd actually done it, and so had simmered furiously for an hour in the classroom, until huffily dismissed by teacher, and, having missed the school bus, had trudged wearily home. To dry fish fingers, burnt beans, dozing dad, snoring mum, and her teeth grinning at the unwatched telly. Dolan looked down at the dry dinner. Suddenly, it was all too much. Dolan had had enough. Enough of fish fingers and beans, week in, week out. Those fish didn't seem likely to run out of fingers any time soon, and the supply of beans seemed unstoppable. What to do? Only one thing. Dolan would make a dignified exit. Dolan would shed these insufferable shackles. Dolan would fling fish fingers to the four winds and bury baked beans beneath boulders or builders' blocks. In short, Dolan would run away. It was easy. Upstairs quick and get a duffel bag. Stuff it hastily with the following. Toothbrush, toothpaste, soap, towel, spare socks, spare undies, chunky sweater, crumbs. It was nearly full already. Back downstairs now, add a small pair of scissors, some string, tin of plasters, tube of glue, notebook and pencil, box of matches, a candle, a tin opener. Hmm, no more room. Into the hall and into a raincoat 
back to the kitchen and cram into the pockets one small tin of corned beef, one tin pears, one tin evaporated milk, some tomatoes, an apple, pity no room for that large, huge, crusty roll. Oh yes, bung it down the front of the cardigan. And we're off. No, wait, back to the kitchen. Knife, fork, spoon, fit in somewhere. So, this was it then. Goodbye, Mum. Goodbye, Dad. Goodbye, fish fingers. Goodbye, beans. Ta-ta teeth. Mum's teeth smiled uncomprehendingly back as Donan quietly closed the front door and was free. One bus ran about every two hours or so through the village and on to the big city, about 25 miles away. It was still bright and sunny on an early summer's evening when the big blue double-decker pulled in. Where to? said the conductor. Uh, as far as you're going, answered Dolan, holding out change. The conductor rolled out a ticket and handed it to Dolan. The conductor eyed Dolan. Dolan eyed the conductor. Aye, aye, muttered the conductor, and continued down the bus. Dolan settled back to enjoy the ride. This was better than the school bus. Well, it was going in a different direction for one thing, and no screaming kids for another. Dolan, rocked by the soothing motion of the big blue bus, sank back into a daydream. A daydream that was full of food, enormous jammy donuts, cram full of cream, roast beef and potatoes, with bright green Brussels sprouts, jellies of every shape and colour, smothered in thick yellow custard, succulent pork with crackling and apple sauce, moist chunks of Christmas cake, layered with marzipan and hard sweet white icing, and perhaps a couple of glacé cherries, steaming meaty smelling steak and kidney pudding, with dumplings, went Dolan's empty stomach. But this was not what woke Dolan up. Come on, come on, cried the conductor, shaking Dolan's shoulder. You can't keep here. Ugh, where are we? said Dolan. Ten miles out at town, son, replied the conductor. We've broken down. There'll be another bus along in about an hour, I should think. We're rung up depot. Broken down? Ugh. Donan looked out of the window. It was still quite bright, although the sun was dipping towards the western horizon. Sighing, Donan checked the safety of the crusty bun in its cardigan hidey hole, picked up the duffel bag, stepped down from the big blue bus, and set off down the road. Here, hold up a minute, bellowed the conductor. Fearing the voice of authority, and remembering the undeserved punishment by teacher earlier that day, Donan began to run. So did the conductor, who was of course much bigger than Dolan, and so gained easily on him. Very soon a hefty hand fell on Dolan's shoulder, and they both came to an untidy stop. <laughs> if, son, puffed the conductor, you intended to breeze off on your own, it is my duty, as bus company is liable, to give you a refund on ticket. Here you are. And so saying, the conductor, still breathing heavily, thrust some coins into Dolan's sweating palm. And best of luck, mate, he continued. 
Thanks, mate, said Dolan. muttered the conductor, turning his back. The sun was about to set and Dolan's feet were getting sore. A place to sleep would have to be found. Dolan had turned off the main road and was heading along a narrow lane towards a dark green wood, which seemed to offer shelter for the night. Dolan's ears caught the musical tinkle of a tiny stream, and at the same time a most delicious aroma made itself known. Through a gap in the hedgerow, Dolan saw a wisp of blue wood smoke curling up from behind a clump of bushes in a dip in the grassy meadow below. A sudden rustle in the bushes, a bright red corduroy hat, decked with multicoloured feathers, a twinkling blue eye, only one, a shiny yellow tooth, again, only one, a bristly white spiked beard, a great roar. Aha, me child, just in time for dinner. The places are set, the choicest wine is even now cooling, and as fine a fish as was ever stolen from the Lord's own table awaits our eager appetites. Dolan hesitated. When Dad and Mum had still cared and talked to Dolan, they'd often issued stern warnings about the dangers of accepting things from strangers. And this was definitely a stranger. Quite right to me, child. Again roared the bearded one, as if reading Dolan's thoughts. But I couldn't harm ye, even if I had a mind to, which I haven't. And with a curious bobbing gait, he emerged from behind the bushes. Dolan stood transfixed, amazed by the sight. The man, who was not young, supported himself with a gnarled wooden crutch held firmly by his right arm. He had no left arm. His left leg was encased as far as the knee in a remarkably shiny tan leather boot. The right leg of his ancient corduroy trousers hung pinned back and empty. He seemed to have only one of everything. Come now, me child, and have your dinner for tomorrow. We goes to the moon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production.